from the TMBC Network. Welcome to Bad Audiobooks, a parody. Parody! Brought to you by our... Luscious. No, well-eaten supporters on Patreon. Well-fed? Well-fed, that's the word. I'm Nick Masvanian, along with my co-host... Ken Heidelman! Welcome, uh, thank you, I was saying welcome. Thank you for listening <laughs> to our show about good books read badly. So what's coming off the shelf today? We're going uh, into the world of pre-child labor further with okay. Sherlock Holmes. Excellent. Uh, the Conan Doyle shits. Yeah, this is the uh, from the uh, book, the edition. Uh, what a, the edition of our book. It is the original Sherlock Holmes by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. It is, uh, they are block prints from the Strand magazine when it originally ran. So it's got illustrations and stuff and looks pretty neat. So we figured we'd do a couple stories out of here. As well as our completed works uh, series that we have. Uh, it's, which is a different edition. Uh, all right, class, turn to page 41. <laughs> we are now reading The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, The Adventure, A Case of Identity by A. Conan Doyle. Well, my, my dear fellow, said Sherlock Holmes, as he as we sat on either side. <laughs> Of a fire in his lodgings on Baker Street. Well, life is uh, infinitely stranger than anything which the mind of man could invent. And uh, we, we could not dare to conceive the things which are really mere commonplace of existence. This is some deep thoughts with this Yes, voice. sir. If we could fly out of that window <laughs> hand in hand, mm -hmm, hover over this great city, gently remove which is... Which are going on? What's he? Oh, I just got turned. Yeah, you um, did. Gently remove the, the roofs there you and go. peep in at the queer things, mm -hmm. <laughs> which are going on. The strange coincidences, the plannings, the cross purposes, the wonderful chain of events, working through generations and leading to the most outer, out, outer, a outer, a a sir. It's French. I don't speak no French. I speak American. You speak liberty language? I speak the liberty in London. <laughs> Results, <laughs> it would make all fiction with its conventionalities and foreseen conclusions most stale and unprofitable. <clears throat> and yet, I am not convinced of it, I answered. The cases which come to light in the papers are, as a rule, bold enough and vulgar enough. We have in our police reports realism pushed to its extreme limits, and yet the result is it must be confessed neither fascinating nor artistic. Are I'll they saying fake news? <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's I think he's saying the opposite of fake news. No, he's yeah. saying it's very real news. Yeah, I guess so. A I certain know, selection tired. and discretion must be used in producing. A realistic effect? Remarked Holmes. This is wanton in the police report, where more stress is laid perhaps upon the platitudes of the magistrate than upon the details, which to an observer contain the vital essence of the whole matter, sir. Depend upon it, <coughs> there is nothing so unnatural as the commonplace. So unnatural? <laughs> I smiled and shook my head. I can't quite understand you thinking so, I said. Of course, in your position of unofficial advisor and helper to everybody who is absolutely puzzled, throughout three continents, you are brought in contact with all that is strange and bizarre. But here, as I continued to compliment him, I picked up the morning paper from the ground. Let us put it into a practical test. Okay. Here is the first you can test heading. Test me all you want, sir. <laughs> Here is the first heading upon which I come. A husband's cruelty to his wife. There is half a column of print, but I know without reading it that it is all perfectly familiar to me. That's bullshit. There is, of course, <laughs> the other woman, the drink, the push, the blow, the bruise, the sympathetic sister, Let's or get back on landlady. A few of those ones. Yeah. <laughs> The crudest of writers could invent nothing but more crude. <laughs> Seems like Doyle's just ripping on some... Did you say sympathetic sister? Yeah, the sympathetic sister. Oh, okay, got it. Or landlady. 
Indeed, your example is an unfortunate one for your argument, sir, said Holmes, taking the paper and glancing his eye down on it. Mm, this is the Dundas separation case. And, as it happens, <laughs> I was engaged in clearing up some small points in connection with My it. God! <laughs> What a startling coincidence to this story <laughs> that nobody saw coming that I, I already know everything. Sherlock is already there. He's I ahead of the curve. Well, shit's on you, sir. I already know the answers. <laughs> Just like every fucking hey, story. At least at least he didn't waste everybody's time. <laughs> yeah, he's like Ah oh, just kidding, I knew the whole time. No, he's telling you up front. First page. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I, I'm I'm curious. At least he's not telling says. at least he's not telling Holmes he's not a doctor. <laughs> All right. The husband was a teetotaler. I actually found out what that means. Please. Teetotaling means that you don't drink. He's a straight edge. Yeah, exactly. There was no other woman. <laughs> and the conduct complained of was that he had drifted into the habit of winding up every meal by taking out his false teeth and hurling them at his wife. What? He threw them at his fucking wife. <laughs> right in the goddamn face. Which you will allow... Is not an action likely to occur to the imagination of the average storyteller. Which is funny, though, because we're reading it in a book. And it's... Ha-ha. Ha-ha. It's meta. It's getting meta. It's, it is meta. It, you're right. It is super fucking meta. Getting meta. Uh, excuse me. Soon he'll start addressing us, the reader. <laughs> you goddamn readers would know that that's not true. Take a pinch of snuff, doctor. Whoa! <laughs> Take a pinch of snuff, doctor. Just do a quick line. Hang on. Finish that line. Finish that line. And acknowledge that I have scored over you in your example. Get dunked on, Watson. You you are a fucking idiot, and I do another line so you can deal with your shame. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, boy! Yeah! Yeah! He held out his snuff box of old gold, and with great amethyst in the center of the lid, its uh, splendor was of such contrast to his homely ways and simple life that I could not help commenting upon it. You Watson, Watson is just ma- being a dick. He's just like, this is something, blah, blah, blah. Oh, no, and, no, you're wrong. I'm going to comment on your thing. It seems like Watson's looking for a fight, in my opinion. He is opinion. looking for a fight. Yeah. Oh, you Things not going well at home, Watson? <laughs> He's living a humble life, but he has one object that he paid maybe a little bit extra for. Yeah. And Watson's like, you fucking, who do you think you are, Richie Rich? How dare you? How dare you show your extravagance? It's like people, poor people getting food stamps, but yet they have cell phones, Kent. How can they have cell phones and <laughs> be on food stamps? You a cell phone if you can't eat. You have no need for a cell phone. <laughs> None whatsoever. You gotta find a pay phone, and it's $3 for um, one minute. And there's no pay phones anymore. That's your problem. That's not my problem. That's the... That's the free market. And it's $50 a month for a landline, so you know. <laughs> anyway. One location. <laughs> ah. Anyway, let me get to this. Ah. Thing. Oh, okay, yeah. It, it said he. I forgot that I had not seen you for some weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a little souvenir from the king of Bohemia in return for my assistance in the case of the Irene Adler papers. Mm, I feel like he just girl. makes... Uh, yeah, I was about to say, the the, the mm, love mm, of his life. Mm. Um, oh, that Adler. Oh, God. I want to add to that Adler. I don't know what that means, but um, I want her. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. And the ring? I asked, glancing at a remarkable, brilliant, uh, such, uh, a witch sparkled upon his finger. Oh, this old bling <laughs> was from the reigning family of Holland. Though the manner in which I served them was of such delicacy <laughs> that I cannot confide it even to you. Wow. Oh, I, Holmes is just dunking on Watson like super hard. I might have I might have made a, a triangle of a connection of sorts between them. <laughs> uh, who who had been good enough to chronicle one or two of my little problems. Uh, you know, my little uh, stays at uh, institutions where I need help <laughs> and assistance on matters. Of, Holmes, uh, what are you speaking of? I don't uh, you, you know, I got problems. <laughs> and have you any? And have you any hand? Have you any on hand just now? Well, that's what the snuff box I, is for. I asked just. I asked with interest. We handed it to you. Some ten or twelve, but none which present me of any feature of interest. 
They are important, you understand, you know, without being interesting. What's that mean? It's circle talk. Indeed, I have found that there is unusually in an unimportant matters that there is a feel for the observation and for the quick analysis of cause and effect, which gives a charm to an investigation. You know? He needs this bling to solve that crime. That's what this ring's for. I got to, <laughs> I got to blend with high society. That's why I wear this ring. That's why I wear this gold watch. That's why I have the Rolex. That's why I drive a Porsche, because I, I want to blend in. I got to be a part of them. I got I to gotta know the demons. If you're driving a Porsche, you're not in with the rich. I'm sorry. The larger crimes are apt <laughs> to be the simpler. For the bigger crime, the more obvious, as a rule, is the motive. In these cases, save for one rather intricate matter which has been referred to me from Marseille's... Marseille? Marseille. Marseille. I'm sure there's some silent letters in there because French. (laughs) There's nothing which presents any features of interest. It is plausible, however, that I may have something better before many minutes are over for this is one of my clients or am I much mistaken? I always know things. He had risen from his chair and was standing between the parted blinds gazing down at, into the dull, neutral-tinted London street. Mm-hmm. Looking over his shoulder, I saw that a, on the pavement opposite there stood a woman, a large woman, with a heavy fur boa around her neck and a large curling red feather in a broad-brimmed hat, which was tilted in a coquitish? Uh, well, no, this is a word I really like saying, and I can't remember how to say it. Coquitish? Yeah, coquitish. In a coquitish... <laughs> in a coquitish Duchess of Devonshire fashioned over her ear. Not the Duchess of Devonshire! <laughs> from under the great... From under this great panoply, she peeped up in a nervous, hesitating fashion at her windows. While her body oscillated backwards and forwards. <laughs> she's oscillating. Hang on, she's going to wind up for the spin cycle soon. She's oscillating. Stand back. <laughs> Give her some space. Uh, where am I? There I am. And her fingers fidgeted with her gloved buttons. Suddenly, with a plunge as if as of the summer who... Swimmer. Le- as, if the swimmer. S- as of the swimmer who leaves the bank... She hurried across the road, and we heard the sharp clang of the bell. I have seen those symptoms before, <laughs> said Holmes. I'm a doctor now. <laughs> throwing, oh. throwing his sick. Hey, excuse hey. me. I'm not breaking no walls of a fourth. <laughs> throwing his cigarette onto the fire. Oscillation upon the pavement always means an affair day coward. We're learning all sorts of words on the show today. I'm, I'm all Frenchy up, dude, up in this shiz. She would like advice, but is not sure that the matter is not too delicate for communication. And yet, even here, we may discriminate because we like doing that in this era. <laughs> Welcome to Britain. <laughs> when a woman has been seriously wronged by a man, she no longer oscillates. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. Women no longer oscillate when when they're not in fury, apparently. A good woman needs oscillation, I always say. And the usual symptom is a broken bell wire. What the fuck is he talking about? He's trying to say if he were a repairman, he would fix the bell wire? Whatever. Here we may take it <laughs> that there's a love matter, but that the maiden, she could have so many other problems. You know how Watson was create like being like g- g- generic, like projecting, like please, this is bullshit. No, th- nobody, nobody does anything interesting anymore. This is gonna be this, and won't, and then Sherlock was like, oh no, 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 things are more complicated. I'm actually in the middle of that case. Now he's doing all the whole thing of the projecting and making up shit. But more likely, it's gonna be true because he's Sherlock Holmes. Because Sherlock Holmes, and thus he says it, thus it's true. And it's never wrong. Here we may take it that this is the love manner, <clears throat> but that the maiden. Is not so much angry as perplexed or graved. But here she comes in person to resolve our doubts. As he spoke, there was a tap on the door, and the boy in buttons enters to announce. Wait, they have a boy in buttons to- at Baker Street now? Are we at Baker Street? 
I love having my boy. Yeah, there's a boy in buttons at Baker Street well, now. Well, duh, okay. you don't need no name. I'm about to say, we don't have a lady anymore. We got a boy in buttons, so. Obviously, the boy in buttons walks in. Okay, sorry. He's in the, there is an illustration, and he is in it. Yes, he is. He is. He Hiding is. in the shadows. <laughs> the corners. Where? Sav, you must be seen, but not heard. Sav, there's a lady here for you. Don't, don't even look at me. Okay. I just, I'll go back go to back my. Go back to your box. Okay. It has, it has a, a single light, and. It's all that gives me hope. You should be grateful that I give you a single wand of light. Get back in your hole. Thank you. Yes, sir. As he spoke <laughs> at the door boy and buttons to announce that Miss Mary Sutherland, while the lady herself loomed behind his small black figure like a full-sailed merchant, sh mer merchant man behind a tiny pilot boat. They're just finding different ways to call her fat. I think it's just she's tall. I think she just might be tall. Like, in the illustration, she's not fat. She's just tall. Yeah. I mean, if we didn't have the illustration, yeah, you would assume, like, she's big. Like, they're just trying to say she's big, but... Well, he just spent a whole thing of, like, like a full-sailed merchant man behind a tiny pilot boat. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I guess she... Maybe she, she is just tall. And I'm reading Holmes welcomed her with the easy courtesy of, for which she was remarkable. And having closed the door and bowed her into a true armchair, oh, there you go, ma'am. He looked over. Her, he looked her over, and in, in a minute, and yet abstracted <laughs> Ooh, fashion, yeah. and yet abstracted fashion, which was peculiar to him. <laughs> okay, maybe it wasn't him hitting on her. Do you not find? He said that with your short sight, it is a little trying to do so much typewriting. I did at past. She, an she answered. <laughs> but now I know that I know what the letters are without looking. Then, suddenly releasing the full pur purport of his words, she gave a violent start and My looked God. up in fear and astonishment upon her broad, good-humored face. Uh, is this you? No, this is me. You've heard of me, Mr. Holmes. Uh, I turned into the villain character from the last Whatever. one. <laughs> I damn it, my voices. I need to keep them in check. Like I need them it's, there. Hey man, we're just one take. Keep going. <clears throat> she cried. She cried. How else could you know all of that? Never you mind. <laughs> said Sherlock. Said Holmes, <laughs> laughing. It is my business to know things. Perhaps I have trained myself to see what others overlook. If not, why should you come to consult me? He looks like Abraham Lincoln in this illustration. I have come to you, sir. No, that's a boy. That's a young British boy. I think. Oh, what? I was saying he looks like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, the, he totally in does. The, in the drawing. Yeah, he does. Someone took Lincoln and then like... I'm he... Honest Holmes. <laughs> Honestly drugged up Holmes. Eternally yours. Um... I came to you, sir. Damn it. No. Sure. I'm sorry. I'm I'm fid I'm fiddling over this fucking voice. Uh... Madam, you seem to have misplaced your lungs. I don't know where they are. I came to you, sir, because I heard of you from Mrs. Hetheridge, whose husband you found so easy when the police and everyone had given up on him for dead. Yes, sir. Oh, Mr. Holmes, I wish you would do much for me. I am not rich, but, uh -oh. I, st <laughs> but I still have a hundred a year in my own right. Besides, the little that I make by, my, by the machine, and I would give it all to know what has become of Mr. Holmes, Sir Angel. Why did you not come away to consult me? Why did you come away to consult me in such a hurry? Asked Sherlock Holmes with his fingertips together and his eyes to the ceiling. I'm on the spectrum and I don't like making eye contact. <laughs> Again, Again, a startle. Okay. Uh, that's not my line whatsoever. No, that's my line. I'm, I am an eager beaver at taking over narration <laughs> this film. It's okay. Did I narrate the last one or something? Yeah, you did. Okay. I'm like, why am I triggering? I don't know. <laughs> Again, a startled look came over uh, the somewhat v v viscous, vacuous, vacuous, 
<laughs> vacuous face of she's a vacuum now of Miss Mary hey, Sutherland. Vacuum face. Don't look at me. You're sucking I, all the energy out of the room. I may be an old bag. <laughs> she's actually not old, according to this photo. If we did have this photo, though, she would be an old bag. Uh, yes, I did bring out of the house. I did bang. I did bang out of the house. She said. Whoa. <laughs> you sound it. like someone that knows how to party. <laughs> Let's get to know each other. I got this here snuff box. Why don't you do a quick line? We were oh. just in the middle of that. For, for, for it made me angry to see the easy way in which Mr. Wildebank, that is my father, took it all. Her voice changed because of reasons. He would not go to the police and he would not go to you. And so at last he said, uh, as he would do nothing, and kept on saying that there was no harm to be done, no harm done, it made me mad. Mad! And I just on you, and I just on you with my things, and came right away to you. I don't know how that's an explanation of any sort, but your <laughs> father... Said Holmes. Your stepfather, surely, since the name is different. Yes, my stepfather. I call him father, though it sounds funny, too. For he is only five years and two months older than myself. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and your mother's alive? Oh, yes, mother is alive and well. I wasn't the I wasn't best pleased, Mr. Holmes, when she married again so soon after father's death. And a man who was nearly 15 years younger than myself. Mm. Father was a plumber in the Totem Court Road, and he left a tidy business behind him. Yet mother carried on with Mr. Hardy, the foreman. But I didn't ask for your biography. I'm going to give it to you anyway, because no one cares about me. The foreman, but when Mr. Windebank came, he made her sell the business, for he was a very superior, being a traveler in wines. And we're not even talking about good wines, we're talking about not even wines served in a bottle. I'll do a lot out of my snuff box while you're talking. <laughs> they got 4,000... <laughs> they got 4,700 for the goodwill and interest. Which wasn't near as much as father could have got if he would have been alive and well. Whatever. I had, I had uh, expected to see Sherlock Holmes impatient under this rambling and inconsequential narrative. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Doyle commenting on his own work. But, on the contrary, he had listened with great concentration and attention. Your own little income? He asked. Does it come out of them businesses? Oh, no, sir. It's quite separate. And was left to me by my Uncle Ned in Auckland. Shout out to them Kiwis out there. Love it. It's income booth throwing. It's, it is in New Zealand stock. Pricing at, pricing four and a half percent. 2,500 pounds was the amount, but I can only touch the interest, which is smart. You always touch the interest, never the principal. That's, that's a good that's good financial advice. And, <laughs> and platitudes and fortitudes that you've got there. You interest me extremely. <laughs> <laughs> Said Holmes, clearly lying. And since you draw so large a sum as 100 a year... With what you earn into the bargain, you no doubt travel a little and indulge yourself in every way. I'm calling you fat if you can't read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, okay. Indulge yourself in every way? I don't I, know what he's getting I, at. I, I, I believe know. that a single lady can get on very nicely upon an income of about 60 pounds. I could. If you lost 60 pounds. Oh, the Ow! burn. I could do with much less than that, Mr. Holmes. But you understand that as long as I live at home, I don't wish to be a burden to them. And so they have to use the money. They have to use of the money which while I am staying with them. Of course, this is only just for the time. Mr. Windebank draws my interest every quarter and pays it over the over to mother. And I find that I can do pretty well. What the well fuck is this financial situation? Use it your money. Use your goddamn. I have chosen it, and I have chosen a career, and you will hear about it. 
Oh, excuse me. <laughs> Suddenly, Miss Piggy. Um. <laughs> well done. Well done. Uh, typewriting. It brings me two pence a sheet, and I can often do from 15 to 20 sheets in a day. <laughs> You're typing 20 pages? I mean, if it's being given to you, it's not really that much, right? You can fit a lot of words on a single page, and it depends on the formatting. That's true. Let me look at this page. I'm about to say. All right, maybe I, I should shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm about to say. Watch, watch it. Watch it. <laughs> watch I, it. I am a writer, sir. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I know words. Well, I didn't think she was free writing it. I thought it was just being handed to her, like what to write. I don't know. She didn't say what she does. She just says she's a typist. She doesn't say what for. <laughs> okay. You have made your position <laughs> overly clear to me, <laughs> said Holmes. This is my friend. We're just friends, nothing more. Just he two denies good our friends. relationship. Two good friends who know each other really intimately. Dr. Watson, before whom you can speak as freely as before me. Because obviously he's been standing here this whole time and it hasn't fucking stopped you. Uh, kind of tell us about all your connection with Mr. Home Hosmer Angel. A flush stole over Miss Sutherland's face as she <coughs> as she picked her picked nervously at the fringes of her jacket. I met him at the gas at the gas fitters ball, she said. They oh, used... the old gas fitters ball. <laughs> Obviously, I know what that is. Everyone knows what the gas fitters ball is. You asked. They used to, they used to send father tickets when he was alive. Not that he's dead, I've been uninvited. And that's then, usually how things work. <laughs> and then afterwards, we they remembered us and sent them to mother. <laughs> Again, not to me, to my mother. Even though I'm a full-grown adult, Mister Windebank did not wish us to go. He never did. He never. Uh, he never wish. He never wished us to go anywhere. We were to stay in our rooms always. He would go. Sounds like it. Yeah, right. He would go quite mad if I wanted to. If I wanted so much as to join a Sunday school treat. What is a treat? I don't know. But this time I was set on going, and I would go. For what right had he to prevent? I have a job. I'm a typist. Let me tell you more about that. He said the folk... Please! I, I, I haven't spaced out at all while listening to this. <laughs> he said the folk were not fit for us to know. But when all father's friends were to be there, and he said that I had nothing fit to wear when I had my purple plush that had never so much as taken out of the drawer, it, at last, when nothing else would do, he went off to France upon... <laughs> The business of the fam, but when... I'm going to have this argument with you. Fuck it, I'm going to France. Fuck it. <laughs> but when we went... Well, when we went, mother and I... What, what do you Mr. want to have for breakfast? Mr. Hardy, he This was... again? Fuck it. <laughs> going to France. Leaving. <laughs> Every Mr. goddamn day. <laughs> Mr. Hardy, who used to be our foreman... And it was there I met Mr. Hosmer Angel. Who's Mr. Hardy? Hardy, I think, is the stepfather. No, he's Mr. Windebank. Uh. Oh, man, Mr. Hardy uh, was the foreman. I think he was the foreman for the... Uh, yeah, he used to be our foreman. So Mr. Hardy, I think, was the foreman for the uh, the plumbing company. Yeah. The foreman. Was he mentioned any time? Yes, he was. He was mentioned previously. I'm not paying attention. No, you're not. I suppose, said Holmes, that when Mr. Winterbank, a.k.a. your stepfather, for those who are not paying attention as myself, such as myself, came back from France, he was very annoyed at you having gone to the ball. We got to pay for the show. That was so smooth. So, uh, so Nick, I hear you, uh, you wrote a book or something, right? Yeah, I've written a, a few books, but this one that we're talking about is Margot Flint and the Last Soldier. It is a young adult science fiction story about mm. a teenage girl setting out from her village to remap her broken world along with her companion AI. It has been told to me that it's good. <laughs> so you should buy it. You can go to Amazon. I've been told it's good. <laughs> I've been told it is readable. <laughs> it uh, has words. A beginning and an end. 
they're structured together in sentences. It's crazy. So go to Amazon.com and you can pick up your copy. And if you do pick up a copy and you read it, please leave me a review. If you hate it, just you know, don't. You don't have to do that part. That's that's not. You can still leave a review, but no, just no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We don't need to leave a review. No, 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 no. not at all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I want to hear your opinions as long as they're all positive. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> just justify my existence. And, uh, <laughs> just, just give me positivity. I just need only five stars. Anyway. Sweet. Well, hopefully go check it out. Kent, I hear you do a podcast. I do. I do one Besides right Besides this one? I also do another podcast. Uh, yes, it's uh, it's called Comic Book Workshop Podcast. It's about making comics. So if you have an interest at all about making comics or you want to hear just interviews with... Uh, pretty awesome creators in the industry or editors or just behind the scenes stuff you should go on over to tmbcworkshop.com and uh check it out there's uh, all sorts of episodes up there so yeah don't get too choked up about it man i know it's a beautiful it's a beautiful nick we've got a we've got a patreon for this show we do we do what they can go to patreon.com slash bad audiobook what and uh today we'll be talking about which tier mystery the mystery tier so if you want to go to the mystery tier what's great about the mystery tier is you already get all the other previous tiers a few of them are fiction romance biography they're already cooked in you already get all of those extra features but mystery we will insert you was as a cameo in one of these stories that we're reading once a week uh, in an episode and uh, you'll be a random character you get shouted out and uh yeah we'll just say like uh so mysterious so it's it's a mystery. You don't know when it's coming, and it can Where happen are anytime. They? Are they ninjas? Exactly. It'll be quick, uh, but uh, you'll get your name shouted out uh, along with all the other goodies of fiction, romance, and biography. There are all other tiers to select from as well. So go to Patreon.com/slash/BadAudioBooks. It's the one of the, the best ways, if not the best way, to support this show. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, Nick plays out. Well, he was very good about it. He laughed, I remember, and shrugged his shoulders and said there was no use in denying anything to a woman, for she would have her way. I see. Then as the gas fitter's ball that you met, as I understand, a gentleman called Mr. Holmeser Angel. Yes, sir. I met him that night, and he called me the next day to ask if we had got home Did all safe. Did he text safe. you at all in the night? He wasn't playing cool. He was being very on top of it, and, you know, that's cute. It's, it's nice to break It's nice up. to be direct and meeting someone in person. Such a rarity these days. <laughs> With you, our newspapers. Usually, it's, you know, you put the ad in the old, uh, the old app, and, uh... You get lots of hits that way, you know what I mean? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> if he got home all safe, and after that we met him, that is to say, Mr. Holmes, I met him twice for walks. Oh, shit! But after that, Scandalous. father came back again, and Mr. Holmes Angel could not come to the house anymore. All right, before we get into that, how could you possibly respect someone that's five years older than you telling you what to do that's not related to you back then it was like five it, fucking years dude i i've been listening to some i i listened to the dolp about alice uh, roosevelt the daughter of of teddy roosevelt oh yeah the yeah, first yeah. daughter dude she's, that first off she's she's awesome she's awesome. but the thing is yeah this is normal like society like and also i watched the first episode of prohibition the ken burns documentary on netflix like literally women have no power they're just screwed like, the only power they have is changing rules in society so their life doesn't suck so much. Like, meaning that, oh, we shouldn't drink, your husband shouldn't drink more so I don't get beat anymore. Even though they, the only thing Christ. is if they could just leave their husbands, problem solved. <laughs> but they couldn't then. They had no option. It's like, they were just really screwed. So it's like, yeah, it's, if your mother married a guy shit. five years older than you and you're in a, you know, not rich part of the world or rich part of society, then at that point, yeah, you're really like, you have to listen to him and stuff. It's dumb, but that's how it was. And maybe getting a husband is your escape out yeah. of it, but then still deeper into it. Yeah. Like, you're <laughs> not... The Fuck. system The system is rigged. You're fucked! The game was rigged from the beginning. Yes. <laughs> All right, get it back. Uh, All right. No! <laughs> 
Well, you know, Father didn't like anything of that sort. He wouldn't have any visitors if he could help it. And he used to say that a woman... I think this is her actual dad. I don't think it's a stepdad, but anyway. He should say that okay. a woman should be happy in her own family circle. But then... Don't marry outside the family. Don't but leave then, her leave the house. Keep it in the family. But then, as I used to say to Mother, a woman wants her own circle to begin with. And I had to not got mine yet. She hasn't gotten hers yet. I want my circle. Circles are good. <clears throat> Everyone needs a circle. But how about Mr. Holmes or Angel? Did he not make no attempt to see you? Well, father was going off to France again in a week. And Holmes, uh, this must be your stuff. You want lunch? What the fuck? I'm going to France. France. <laughs> And Holmes uh, wrote and said that it would be safer and better not to see each other until he had gone. Weak? I suspect that this is the, she's dating the stepfather in secret. My prediction. Ew. He's only five years older than her. <laughs> All I do is we, put on this mustache and now I'm a completely yeah. different person. Well, Clark Kent wears glasses, so, you know. And uh, Holmes or Angel... Where's wings? He's an angel. <laughs> He's got a halo. He's Chris Angel. We, <laughs> he, <laughs> you just got my freaked. <laughs> I just my freaked up in your head. <laughs> we could write in the meantime, and he used to write every day. I took the letters in the morning, so there was no need for father to know. Were you engaged? To the gentleman at this time? Oh, yes, Mr. Holmes. We were engaged after the first walk we took. You know, Holmes, uh, parks and shit. <laughs> Obviously, I do. There are some ducks. Will you marry me? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Holmes, uh, I mean, Mr. Angel, was a cashier in an office in Landron Street and... What office? Sorry. <laughs> I was facing You're out. supposed Your to interrupt so me. so fucking boring. You're, spo <laughs> You're supposed to interrupt me dramatically. What? <laughs> That's the worst of it, Mr. Holmes. Where did he live then? <laughs> I'm interrupted now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst of it, Mr. Holmes. I don't know. Where did he live then? He slept on the premises. <laughs> you don't know his fucking address? <laughs> This ain't no internet. <laughs> you can't Google no, that shit. No, except that it was London Hall Street. Where did you address your letters then? I mean, it's a good goddamn <laughs> question. <laughs> to the London Hall Street post office to, uh, but left, it to left till, oh, okay. To be left till called for. He you said. do that? Yeah, it's, you know, I don't know if he still do it, but he used to. <clears throat> Stupid. Before I'm this PO guy. Boxes. I'll have all the mail. <laughs> all of it. Do you have any ID? What's an ID? You're right. Here's the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I trust you. You look to be an honest fellow. He said that if they were sent to the office, he would have chafed uh, by all the other clerks about having letters from a lady. So I offered to typewrite them. Because that's what I do. I'm a typist. That's how like, she learned how to type, right? It was because she, that, was a, that was a technical still. I mean, hell, people still can't type. So, um, sure. Like he... And also he had to sell... Anyway, I'm going to go into typewriting stuff later. I'm a nerd for it. Uh, like he did that's his... You own, you own, how many typewriters do you own? I own four. Whoa! Okay. Actually, I own three. My wife owns one. Okay. And one of them is like from 1925. Damn. Typewriter yeah. nerd. Proud of it. Get to, get to those bumper stickers made. <laughs> I own a mechanical, do you? Uh, oh, shit. Haha! Uh, -ha! You don't know what that means. A mechanical keyboard? No, a mechanical typewriter. Oh, okay. A mechanical manual. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm stupid. Let's get back to the story. So um, your nerd cred just, just plummeted. It's oh god! The Dow is dropping! Oh, it's 2008, but for my, my nerd cred for typewriting... All the typewriter nerds are just going to shake their heads in shame. We He's just not lost one of half our listeners. <laughs> They're going to go type up some real, real big hate mail. <laughs> We're going to receive real hate mail, guys. Send it to fuck you, Street. <laughs> so that it may be picked up later. Till call for. 
Okay. Um, but he wouldn't have that, for he said that when I wrote them, they seemed to come from me. But when they were typewritten, he always felt that the machine had come between us. <laughs> that will just show you how fond he was of me, Mr. He doesn't Holmes. want AI jumping <laughs> in and learning all about you. I don't want to swipe left on you by accident. I don't want this and machine to be the thing that I'm dating. I want flesh and blood, paper, lead, handwriting, cursive. And... And the little things that he would think of. Uh, it's most suggestive. Said Holmes. It has long been an axiom <clears throat> of mine that the little things are infinitely the most important. Oh, look at him. That's cute. Can you remember any other little things about Holmes or Angel? He was a very shy man, Mr. Holmes. Yep, it's stepdad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whoop, there it is. God, you're so hot today. I gotta go to France! <laughs> Don't you go anywhere! <laughs> Don't talk to anyone! You fucking hottie! <laughs> Woo! I need you later! <laughs> he would rather walk with me in the evening than in the daylight, for he said that he hated to be conspicuous. He, <laughs> very retiring. <laughs> Gentlemanly, he was. What does it mean to be very retiring? I don't know what that means, but even his voice was gentle. He had the quincy and swollen glands when he was young. He told me that and it had left him with a weak throat and a hesitating whispering fashion of or speech. I'm sure the first time the story was published, it blew people's fucking <laughs> minds. He was always well dressed, very neat and plain, but his eyes were weak. Just as mine are. Oh, that's right. She has bad eyes. And he wore tinted glasses against the glare. <laughs> I gotta wear these shades. <laughs> I wear I gotta my wear these sunglasses. I, I wear <laughs> so I can. Uh, no copyright. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Don't come at us. I'm sorry. It just works so well. Uh, don't mind me, baby. I just gotta keep these shades on. Jack Nicholson style. You know, don't look at me. Oh, don't look at me. <laughs> Well, what happened when Mr. Windebank, your stepfather, returned from France? Mr. Hosmer Angel came to the house Hosmer. again. Hosmer. Is that it? Hosmer. Hosmer. Hosmer? I don't know. Hosmer Angel. Sure. Hosmer Angel came to the house again and proposed that we marry before father came back. He was in dreadful earnest and made me swear with my hands on the testament. Old or new? <laughs> what? It matters which one, Old or New Testament. <laughs> the Testament. The Testament. The only one. <laughs> that whatever happened, I would always be true to him. Mother. Sounds like a Jewish <laughs> one if it's the Old New Testament. I'm going to say old. <laughs> Mother was said, Mother said he was quite right to make me swear. And that it was a sign of his passion. Mother was... Always agree with men. <laughs> mother, mother learned how to survive, dear. Oh. <laughs> Just do what he says. <laughs> Just do what he says. <laughs> Otherwise, they'll hit you. It's so bad. Fuck, man. It's just fucked. It's all bad. Mother was in they all bring favor. bring breakfast. The guards come around. <laughs> I love we'll make our escape. My cage is a comfortable one. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I squeal on you. <laughs> informing the gods. The patriarchy comes at night. It comes in the darkness. <laughs> anyway. One day will rise up, but not today. <laughs> anyway. And was even fonder of him than I was. Ugh. <clears throat> uh. And was even fonder of him than I was. Then, when he talked of marrying within the week, I began to ask about father. But they said, but they both said never to mind about father, <laughs> but just to tell him afterwards. And mother said she would make it all right with him. It didn't quite, I didn't quite like that, Mr. Holmes. It seemed funny that I should ask his You're leave. You're now figuring out it's funny. <clears throat> As he was only a few years older than me, but there I didn't There you go. Use that fucking brain of yours. <laughs> I didn't want to do anything on the sly. So I wrote to father as Bordeaux. 
That is it. You at Bordeaux? Yeah. At Bordeaux, where the company has its French offices, and he takes lunch there every day. <laughs> but the <laughs> came back to me on the very morning of the wedding. Holy shit, that escalated. <clears throat> yeah, I got married that. already. It missed him then. Yes, sir. For he had started to England just before it arrived. How would you fucking know that? Ha! That was unfortunate. Your wedding was I laugh at your misfortune. Yeah. Ha! 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 You did say ha. Yeah. Ha! That was unfortunate. Your wedding was arranged then for the Friday. Was it to be in a church? Like I don't know what fucking year it is. <laughs> yes, but... Yes, sir, but quite... Very quietly, it was to be at St. Saviors? Saviors? Saviors. Yeah, Saviors, sure. near King's Cross. And we were to have breakfast afterwards at St. Pancreas Hotel. Pancreatus Hotel. Got Hos- Hosmer. Hos- Hosmer. Jose Mer. <laughs> Jose! <laughs> Hosmer came for us in a handsome, you know... But as there were two of us, he put us both into it and stepped himself into a four-wheeler, which happened to be on the other cub in the street. So we got to the church. Back up. Did he put her mom and her into a two-seater? Yes, two-seater buggy. It seems. Jesus. What? It's he's using. He's trying to be like he's writing to the audience at the time. They would know these terms. Yeah, no, I get it. But it's it's over. That. He used, again, like four sentences or four lines that could have been described. Classic writers buy half pennies, half pennies per word. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. What's that sound? Are you typing? No, it's the sound of money. Just making money. Anyway. Money. There we go. We got to the church first. God, this is so long. <clears throat> and when the four-wheeler drove up, we waited for him to step out. But he never did. When the cabman got down from the box and looked, there was no one there. The cabman said that he would not imagine that what had become of him. For he had seen him get in with his own eyes. But that was last Friday, Mr. Holmes. And I have never seen or heard anything since then to throw at any... Then to throw... Then to throw any light upon what became of him oh it's because you stepped as you love her and <laughs> we wish there's, uh, there's it seems like to me that days. you have been very shamefully treated oh no sir <laughs> he was too good and kind to leave me so what? oh wait no sorry whoa <laughs> your voice i is so masculine it was me the whole time I quite attractive Holmes, on you Holmes. it was me the whole time <laughs> yeah what <laughs> It turns out that you were my lover the entire time. I mean, my friend the entire time. Anyway. Oh, no, sir. He was too kind and good to leave me so. Why, all the morning he was saying to me that whatever happened, I was to be true. And that if if something quite unforeseen occurred to separate us, I was always to remember that I was pledged to him and that... He would claim his pledge sooner or later. What a coincidental conversation to have the same day as a long-term disappearance. (laughs) It seemed strange talk for wedding morning. (laughs) 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 But what was was happened since gives gives a meaning to it. I guess that the whole not seeing the bride before the wedding on the wedding day didn't have a a big sticking point. I don't believe in such superstitions that's right you were on your way to a church and you don't believe in superstitions that how dare you sir <laughs> whoa excuse me oh it's... you've overstepped <laughs> quite so uh, i seemed uh most certainly it does your opinion is then that some unforeseen catastrophe 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 has occurred to him Yes, sir. I believe that he foresaw some danger, or else he would not have talked so. And then I think that he was—he foresaw, and then I think he what that what he foresaw happened. And we're gonna Whoa, stop we there. Stop right there. I think uh, we're gonna. We have Ooh, run out of time. What, what, what will did happen? he foresee? 
Will she marry her stepfather? <laughs> Will his stepfather come back and it's kill the mom? I'm gonna we're gonna read through the story. I'm looking forward to seeing how it unfolds because I, I I'm willing to see how long he strings out that it's the stepfather. When's that turn coming? Because if it's at the end, as if no one saw it coming, it's really this has to be like one of the first stories to do that plot. Yeah, like, really, absolutely. We're like, I didn't even think that. How could that be possible? Why would someone ever do such a thing? How could he? I don't quite understand what it is you're talking about. Well, oh, now my British voice showed up. Hey, what do you know? As soon as I put the book away, I can now be rakish. Then suddenly the talent comes out. I'm Niles Crane. (laughs) Anyway. Uh, so basically, uh, you might be wondering how you can support this, sh- this awesome show. I would say that in order to, uh, to support us, you should subscribe on whatever app you're listening to this podcast through. Hit that little button, the little subscribe button. Which, whichever one you like. And, uh. And leave you, reviews. And yeah, if you think, uh, well, maybe I want to help more. Then maybe you head over to, uh. Why, why Apple would they want to help us Podcasts, more? iTunes, whatever, whichever one still exists. <laughs> Uh, by the time you hear this recording, whatever it is. And by uh, the way, just just ignore all the other times we've ever mentioned that being in whichever earnest. Whichever one that is is mm-hmm. the, is the surviving one. Uh, go over there and get the Highlander of of podcast platforms. Exactly. Head, head over to whichever <clears throat> Apple one is the most relevant. Uh, relevant. That's the one. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, give us a, a review, a little star rating, whatever you think our, our rating is. And if you do, we will read it out loud on this fucking show. As long as it's not hate speech. As long as it's not hate speech. And uh, if you want to follow us on social media, you can go to our uh, account on Instagram at Bad Audio Books. Uh, Kent, do you have a social media account? I do. It's also at Instagram, at Kent Heilman. What about, uh, what about you? I have an Instagram as well. Follow me and my terrible pictures at Real Human Maz on Instagram. Perfect. All righty. Well, then uh, that'll, that'll be it. Play us out! Part two's coming soon! Yeah, part two. Listen for part two. We forgot to do that part. Bye!